0: Hey y'all, I know we're about to jump into a mini-sode compilation, but a couple of things I want to just put up there right up front. First, I'm sorry, it's not a real episode. I'm just going to be honest. It was me. My meds got really messed up, and on the days that I was supposed to be recording, I was just down for the count until my stuff kind of got refilled. So, you know, it's just, I could have probably tried to push through it. I just don't think I would have given you the best show possible. That being said, next week's episode is a super special episode. We're gonna have a special guest on. We're gonna be interviewing him about his upcoming book on some cool government secret stuff. So keep your ears out for that. And then after that, we dive into our next big deep dive, starting with that freaking cannibal from the 1800s, which is going to be so much fun. That being said, thank you guys for your patience. I know it's been a while since we've done a Minnesota compilation anyway, but I like to try and get you out as many like deep dive episodes as we can. And 2023 is going to be the year where I really am honing down on just getting big chunky episodes out to you guys. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. You've just been amazing as a, as a listenership, and I hope you enjoy this compilation. illuminates mm, still awful welcome back my episode 100 oh, oh, jesse oh, oh, oh. will be asking for it i promise yeah you'll you'll be asking for this one day jesse because when this bit does die and it will die at some point i'm sure everything has, has a shelf life you will miss it
1: yeah like an ex-girlfriend
0: <laughs> Jesus. you miss the toxicity <laughs> uh welcome welcome to the Minnesota, everybody i don't know what you guys got well alex teased some big stuff um, big stuff. I don't know about big stuff. <laughs> I'm just gonna knock it out right out because I mine's not gonna last long, but I need to retort Jesse's no aliens episode that we just did because that's what I'm gonna title it. No aliens. No, I'm not gonna title it that, but to to, to combat that, Jesse. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Human human legs <laughs> have been seen on mars
1: touche you beat me i know <laughs> uh,
0: what a fool i am oh it, boy this is it uh an anomaly <laughs> hunter we love those when we bring up anomaly hunters uh people who just look at nasa images uh they found a particularly odd item in this particular nasa image from the mars rover on uh, obviously mars is it new it, it, it is this is well the the picture i don't think is new but they them discover you have exactly. a picture of this. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you on the always trustworthy coast-to-coast AM website. Why? Why? Why are we doing this? Why? Why? And look at that leg. Tell me that's not a leg. <laughs> uh, I, how dare you scoff at this?
1: <laughs> it does look like the plant's kind of doing a strip tease. Yes, it does have like a...
2: It you looks don't like when I go to Knott's Berry Farm and I'm walking through the ghost town Old West <laughs> themed area and there's a fucking bestocking leg leering invitingly through the window at me from on high <laughs> asking me to come hither into the madam's drawing room or whatever to select a sleeping
1: partner for the evening. Well, let me read you what
0: Scott Waring, the man who's been
1: been. nicest, the nicest way to select a sleeping partner for the evening.
0: (laughs) It's very 1950s ask, you know, here's what I think. I think sex workers need a little
2: more respect.
1: Sleeping partners, Uh, you mean?
2: Sleeping partners. Sleeping partners.
1: I'm not. You don't have to sleeping partners. You don't have to have sex with every
2: pretty leg that sticks
0: itself out a window Uh, on Mars. You and I disagree
1: (laughs) on this subject.
0: (laughs) I would fuck whoever's got that leg that on Mars because it's probably that Mars
1: leg is that is that is a honey trap, my friend. It's a (laughs) honeypot. That's like Snorlax. Snorlax, that's a terrible alien name. Snorlax. <laughs> that's not an alien name. <laughs> I am aware. I'm aware. Well, the alien Snorlax, who is very offended we named a giant Pokemon after him, is over there setting up a trap, and he's like, I have you now, Mathis. Actually, Ooh. you'd be thrilled about that. Never mind. I
0: would honestly, I'm waiting for this to get back. Yeah. Mathis, yeah, you don't need to watch, there.
2: you don't actually need to watch Arrival anymore.
0: You're good. Oh, awesome. You've you basically exactly. seen it now. Well, <laughs> Let me, let me, let me read you a very small uh, quote from Scott Waring on how, what he says about this. Uh, Scott Waring is a anomaly hunter. Well, He's like been doing this. warring me out. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing this for years, scouring NASA photos for evidence that NASA chooses to leave out on purpose, lest we find out the truth. And he says, not typical what you would in this photo. It's not typically what you would expect in a Mars photo. That he said he argued NASA has been keeping mum about all these alien artifacts on Mars, so they must be real. And honestly, with evidence like that, uh, I I, I think Scott might be right. What do you think it is? It looks like a slutty sculpture. Like,
2: what are we talking about here?
0: Maybe it's one of those uh, soldiers we sent to Mars to fight that 17 year alien war.
2: Oh, yeah. Do you think there's a naked lady laying on the Martian landscape with her legs sticking out of the rock? Yeah, a, a, a victim
0: of the Mars War, just died yeah. in an unfortunate. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, and then sand covered it up. So, <laughs> but the leg was still there. The leg still straight up. It just takes a while to decompose on Mars. Different atmosphere. So that's uh, let,
1: let's be real. That is like a Jesse leg. That's a fat leg. I'm not even a lie. Like that's a honking chunker of a leg. That's not. I don't know if it's a, a honking chunk. It's a honking chunker of a leg. That leg. That leg has no ankle. That leg it's, is ankle It's more like a
2: winky <laughs> pinky, if you will.
0: <laughs> sure. Not yeah, quite
2: yeah, a honkin', yeah. not a honkin' chonker, but goofy looking. It looks yeah. like an elephant trunk. It looks like, uh, like if it looks like if you, how do I describe this? There's no knee. It looks like a, like when, uh, the Harry Potter, like when he blows up his aunt and she gets like inflated legs and it, it,
1: it just it,
2: it, it has <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot of
0: leg. It's a
1: lot of
2: leg. Has
0: no definition to it. I can maybe, see foot. maybe maybe Scott's wrong. And this is an alien leg. Maybe and that's why Scott's the anatomy wrong. Is that's true. Maybe Scott is <laughs> wrong. It's, it's worth considering even even if it's hard to do. I'll think about it. But he's an anomaly hunter and I trust those. So, right.
1: You right.
2: Yeah. Anomaly Hunter. That's like the most <laughs> in disingenuous job in Aliens right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anomaly Hunter is not really a anomaly valuable hunter. Thing. My God. I love the title though, man. He's really like immersing himself in the fantasy. That he's really making a difference finding these evidence. He's an anomaly hunter. All right. They're true because why would they not be true? That's what he said. Right. Well, yeah, pretty much. And i, I th- that's flawless logic.
2: Fair enough. If you say All it, right. it must be. Take
0: it away. We'll say Alex. Okay. Yeah. Let's,
2: let's, I'll tell you what this, this, this is a new spate of predictions roaring its way across the internet. I'm on mundo, mundo hispanico, uh, to let you know that Moni Vidente, 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 I'm not, I don't know. It's a, it's a name I'm not familiar with. Moni Vidente. She's a Cuban psychic. Uh, And she did a live stream or something just based on the footage. It looks like she's on a Zoom call. Uh, She's got some tarot cards and we have some predictions about what's been going on. Uh, But before we get started, she said that the Zodiac signs that are going to be the luckiest this week, which was March 9th is when this article is from uh, the lucky ones this week are Pisces, Leo, Libra and Sagittarius. So kudos (laughs) to y'all. Uh, and the magic numbers this week don't know what those are are two, four, and
0: twenty three. So, can, if, can we get a week? Can we get this weekly? Can this be like uh, like David Lynch's like weather report? We just get an psychic uh, <laughs> report. Friday,
2: Moni's <laughs> Moni's Moni Mondays. I don't know Moni Mondays. <laughs> so, so the first thing, she, so, so the first prediction sheet. The, the question was, what's going to happen with the, the war? Uh, the ground war in Europe, first time in years and years, Russia versus Ukraine. What's going to happen here? And uh, she said that Putin does not understand reason and is isolating himself. This has to do with the emperor card and the hermit card is why she she's saying this. Uh, she's saying that although that is something that he does not care about because all he really just wants is to have all the power and control more territories. The quote that she says is. Everyone is thinking that China turned its back on Russia, but it is not like that. These two countries together with India will make a very strong block to defend themselves from NATO and the European union. There's not much time left for the war in Ukraine to come to an end. And the president of Russia will definitely stay in this territory. She says, I don't know if she means in Ukraine or in Russia stymied by Ukraine. Can't really tell from the quote, but that's what she said. Uh, she also said, uh, That uh, she pulled the La Muerte card and revealed Uh that China will stay with Taiwan after declaring war on it. Not sure what that means exactly. Stay with Taiwan after declaring war on it. Maybe that means that China will conquer Taiwan. Not sure. Uh, Also, she says separately, North and South Korea are going to be fighting, even though that's something that you could see coming, according to her. She, her quote is, I've already told you that when someone starts a war, it is very difficult for it to end quickly because the other countries begin to move their geopolitics and want more territories. The European Union will have a hard time. That's what she says. Uh, and then she pulled the hangman card, uh, which said in her mind that Joe Biden, president of the United States currently, is going to be removed because he hasn't been doing a good job and has not challenged Vladimir Putin. Uh, in his war against the Ukraine, I guess she, she's not happy with the response that we've had so far, according to CNN, uh, in this article, Biden is analyzing the possibility of easing sanctions on Venezuela so that Venezuela can start producing more oil and selling it on the international market to reduce a global dependence on Russian oil. I don't know if that's going to happen, but. I guess that's the thing that's making her upset. I don't know why they would mention it in this article. Nothing that she said in any way ties to that. Uh, The next question is what will happen in Mexico? And uh, she pulled the devil card for Mexico, which is not good. And she said Mexico has the devil card on top of it since violence and insecurity will continue to be unleashed as well as demonstrations in different parts of the country. Now with the women's demonstration, there is also unrest due to the lack of water and teachers which is wild. She says Lack the card will water continue. and teachers. Yeah. She says the card will continue affecting the people of power. And in particular, uh Andrés Manuel Lopez Obrador, the president of Mexico, who is definitely not going to have an easy time because there is a plot from outside the country to remove him from the presidency. Not to mention that brings a lot of dark energies behind him. So that's that was her first set of predictions. Um and then she said later she had like a part two <laughs> uh, addendum hours, PS. hours later. Uh, she said that uh, in the month of March, the hangman dominates. Uh, she talked about Mexico. Like I said, in recent weeks, there've been many tragedies. Uh, so this card indicates to me that violence will continue to be present during this month. There will be demonstrations, people talking to the streets. We already heard about that. She says that uh, the number 13 is involved in her current predictions and that it indicates a plane crash. She says the attack against someone in power, someone very strong in Mexico that will change the history of Mexico. Uh, she says, this is just the beginning. The violence is still being unleashed in various parts of the country. And a solution is definitely not in insight soon, at least for this month, the darkness of the demon, the card of El Diablo indicates to me that Luzbel bell is loose along with 72 demons I already said that president of Russia is the Antichrist. Lucifer is tempting the human to have no mercy against other humans. Uh, Yeah, so that's what's going on. She says that difficult days are coming. Difficult months are coming. This is the El Sol card that she pulled. She said March, September and December are months of the earthquakes. I can see a very large earthquake, 6.9 or 7.3. So no one should be overconfident. Uh, she says the sun card is also telling her that the sun's rays are becoming more incandescent and stronger and will reach the earth. So we must continue to take care of the water. She says there's going to be a big drought in Mexico and there's going to be many months without rain, uh, which is pretty wild. And then she made another series of predictions uh, a couple days later. Uh, this one negative news in 2022 has no end. Uh she says that in March, the devil will try to appropriate all souls. She says that prophecies of the this apocalypse. Month?
0: Yeah, bro, I'll tell you right now, she's lying. I've offered mine many times, and nothing's <laughs> ever happened. Maybe so, that's the first soul. time
1: you thought she was lying. Maybe maybe you're too well, blessed. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe everything you're too else sounded
0: dead on. I'm too pure. Maybe
2: you think it's just like my child. I'm corrupted by media and almost almost completely.
0: I just corrupted myself with serial killers.
2: Yeah. Uh, She says Lucifer is loose with his 72 demons. Uh, She says, if we want to deal with this and face the situation, she says we have to pray a lot to God and the Virgin Mary. Uh, And she's predicted that angels are going to show up to help us on March 21st to fight the devil.
1: Yo, the 21st. Yeah. Uh, The
2: archangel Michael with his sword and his strength will want to completely defeat the celestial war begins on March 21st. On March 21st, you will see in heaven how the angels, the archangels, will fight against Lucifer himself. And wow. also, Jesus. this is this
1: website, now I'm on another website that's, like, way worse. This, has, you know like, what sucks about this? Is that she, she put a date, and now she's going to yeah. be wrong. And that there goes your career, yeah. hun. There goes your career,
0: baby. Never she give a like She's never getting a little a too egotistical. She's starting to get those kind of cult follower yeah, vibes, you like never cult give leader a date. vibes. Come on, yeah. you
1: ruined it. You ruined it.
2: I'm also seeing a, a headline here that's like not related to this article. That there's it's not clickable. I don't know. This is like might be one of those websites that like steals text from other websites. But here's an, here's just the thing: alleged UFO was recorded in Ukraine days after
0: lightning that destroyed Russian tanks. What's up with that? Yeah, I've seen a few UFO sightings around that. Don't know about that. Don't know stop. what's going on there. No,
2: it would no. blow my mind if something like that happened. I'll say, I'll say if that. If
1: aliens showed up to stop the war, holy shit, that would be wild. Because I'd have if- a lot of questions why they chose that and not say any of the other wars that are actually like things that have <laughs> right. happened in the last few years. Why the Ukraine years.
2: one? Ask <laughs> yeah. the Borg, man. Ask the Borg why they got to stop Zefram Cochram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ephraim Cochran. Ephraim Cochran. <laughs> Zephrin Zephrin Zephrine Cochran. Zephrine Cochran. I think it's an M. Maybe it's Zephrine. It doesn't matter. Zephrine Cochran. Zephrine Cochran. You know? What do you got? I'm done. Tomato, tomato.
0: Yeah. All right,
1: Jesse, what you got? I'm looking. It, it's Zephrine Cochran. Yes. With an M. Anyway. What I have is something for you too because this the episode that I did it was for me but this this is for you. Yay. For many years the Pentagon in connection with the Defense Intelligence Agency ran a secretive program investigating the connection between UFOs and paranormal phenomena. Uh-oh. It's
0: true cuz they UFOs might be partially kind of like a
1: psychic existence. Over on military.com Retired DIA intelligence officer James Lakatsky and retired CIA operations officer Jim Summervin, who both worked in the secret program, have been interviewed and they've talked about a bunch of stuff. And this is but a wee taste. <laughs> Apparently, the investigations they were involved with involve things like the USS Nimitz and its uh, possible UFO sightings, as well as your favorite and my most attested. Skinwalker Ranch. (laughs) Skinwalker
2: Ranch, if there is one place where paranormal and aliens collide, it's fucking Skinwalker Skinwalker Ranch. Ranch. And that's why they were there.
1: Uh, They say it was a property that, you know, in Utah that's famous for being super paranormal and UFO and all that stuff. Anyway, so according to these two guys, three men that were sent to investigate the ranch were terrified by what they saw. And left after witnessing what they described as a black void. And then hmm. uh, even more unnerving was the fact that they also reported experiencing paranormal phenomena after returning to their homes. Such as oh, strange noises. Them. That's a new development. Yeah. Such as strange noises and sightings of dark figures at night. And a separate incident. This is this is where it gets wild. The family of one investigator who's looking to the USS Nimitz Reported witnessing a wolf like creature walking on two hind legs, staring through the windows of his home on two occasions. So, a werewolf was snooping. Dude, it's the wolf from Skinwalker Ranch that was like immune to bullets. Yeah, probably. You know what? Probably. And that's just a blood starved beast, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Looking for his next meal. When asked about it, the Pentagon said that they could not confirm or deny anything about these investigations or if they even took place, but that's over on military.com. So, you know, if you want to get weird with it. There's a full article. It is much longer than what I said, but if you want to deep dive, you can, it's huge. And it talks about all the different work of this group looking into the ideas of UFOs. So it's there.
0: I'm going to go read that after we're done with this, which is now. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. We will be back next week with yet another mini. sode. we appreciate you uh and appreciate your support on patreon goodbye everybody bless Bye. hello my little Chilluminots, and welcome back
2: um uh, no Ooh. still not cool he's a little sad you got a little stank on there today <laughs> i hate
0: that dank a on little there. nasty today i don't know what's going on nasty oh i like being a little nasty uh welcome to your chill mini 86 i think i'm gonna double check we're getting almost at 100 minisodes yeah oh this is 87 sorry 87th mini-sode. No, I'm knocking on the door of 100. It's pretty raw. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. I can't believe we've done this many mini-sodes. Um, I don't know what you brought, so uh, I'm going to hand it to you first. I've got a little bit of a spooky ghost one, so. So,
2: uh, yeah, I got something a lot. <laughs> this should be first. There's okay. a guy There's a guy <laughs> uh, in Australia. Okay. He is a guy called Alex Tan. He is at a place called Maroochydore Beach. Maru Maru Kaidor Maru Kaidore? You guys... Kobayashi Maru? No, look, watch. I'll watch. You guys just try and tell me what that says. I'm sorry, Australia. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he ran into one of those like... Ruchidor. Corpses, like, you know, uh, like the Montauk monster or like a chupacabra, Um, how it's mm -hmm. like something. Uh, He says that he thinks that it's uh, like like maybe it's like a like a hairless possum or like a baby kangaroo but uh he posted a video of it on Instagram I'll send you guys the video now uh unfortunately you can't like skip and scan on Instagram which is very dumb but you can you can still watch the video and see this thing you get a very very clear view of it it's very very obviously a real thing uh but yeah I don't know like This guy seems pretty like not excited about it, which I like. He actually says this looks like one of those things you see when people claim they found aliens.
0: Yeah. Uh, Listen to this man talk.
2: Yeah. And it's it's good. It looks it it looks like some sort of mysterious creature. I I don't know what I don't know what it is, though. I don't know like what maybe it is. I remember the dead lizard
1: to me. Yeah, uh, or yeah, even maybe I don't know. a raccoon. It
2: definitely looks mammalian. I don't know. The Montauk it looks Monster ended up you? really. The Montauk Monster ended up being a dead raccoon. If you remember, that's this one. I'll send you a link to it just in case you don't remember the picture. It's from <laughs> like 15 years ago or something.
1: It looks like it, like a big iguana or like a
2: like Oh yeah, some it does sort of, look like that. It looks mammalian to me. Just like the really? way the corpse is, the skull looks very mammalian to me. But I, I maybe I'm wrong. I'm no animal expert. <laughs> how how dare you i'm certainly no animal expert i'm a pokemon expert but that's not the same thing
0: (laughs) that's cool though i like i just anything that's like a weird potential cryptid i'm into what do you think about it though like does it look like it looks almost identical to the montauk monster compared to like the angle the way it's like laid out the only difference is the one that the new one has like no you don't see any flesh the skull is completely like the only the skull is the only thing left of the face. It looks like he was eaten completely.
2: Right. I yeah. I don't know. I like how big it is. I like that it looks. Somebody says in the comments that it looks like a shelled tortoise, but I don't think so because it has a hmm. big long tail and it has like claws. Like it has like hands.
0: I mean, this is not to like make it boring, but it could just be also like a group of like dumbass teenagers who picked up some roadkill or something, hurling it onto the beach and like along those lines. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it just to me, the the thing that's remarkable about it is that it's very, very clear and very, very like visible. And I don't know ex- immediately what animal it is. It, the idea of it being a young kangaroo is exciting to me. But also that might just me me. That might just be me being like, oh, yeah, Australia uh, kangaroos. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know.
0: Sorry if you can hear that in the background, by the way, it's <laughs> puppy my town. puppy is. She's not happy. She's in her kennel. Mathis has puppies, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're unhappy right now. It's like 10.30. I can time.
1: hear them now. Whoa. Yeah. She's, that's, yo,
0: Mathis. That's the one that looks like a terrier. She was loud <laughs> and mad. <laughs> uh I'll go next unless you got something else, Alex. Oh, I got like this. Lot.
2: I got this little tweet here for you guys. Uh I thought it was funny from a kid. It, I wonder what Mathis would think of it. I think I might have posted it.
0: If an alien came to visit, I would kill it.
1: By Bella. Get by him Bella. Bella, get him, Bella.
0: <laughs> God damn, Bella, you're being raised improperly. Let me talk to your parents. Dark you Forest, need to be Bella.
1: Dark Forest. Those aliens <laughs> That's hilarious are not friends. Actually,
0: I'm going to take it from you, then from this, Alex, because this actually splinters into what I was going to talk about Perfect. really, really well. So first, before we go into the main thing, look, I just got to show you this video. This was going to be a, my original uh topic. Okay. A ghost, a doll got caught on camera moving.
2: Oh, my favorite.
0: Yeah, like potentially haunted. Just I it I I'm even I was disappointed.
1: Don't say that before you send us the imp, the <laughs> 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 just look at this
0: thing. This kind of <laughs> falls over? Okay, here's <laughs> the
1: thing. It it kinda it just does that kind of fall over thing. However, if after the fall over the head looked back up, that would have been the best that would have been that would ever have been saw.
2: 10 that out of 10. Amazing. That's what I'm talking about. This this shouldn't be uploaded. If it, you should just reverse this. Like, right? and if yeah, you're yeah. gonna put this up, if you're gonna put this up and say that it's ghost evidence, you know what I mean? You might as well just do us all the favor of reversing it so that it's in some way convincing. What <laughs> we'd like is for you to lie to us, please. I just, I mean, you're already lying to us. You already know that it's just a baby doll falling <laughs> down falling forward because yeah. it has a heavy head, right? <laughs> but well, I would rather just be lied to boldly.
0: Yeah, yeah, just, just you know, add some pizzazz to it. Yeah, spice it up. Spice it give up that at least. baby jazz hands. <laughs> uh, but my real article today actually has to do with aliens, ladies and gentlemen. What A you? man? <sighs> this comes from I'm reading this from the Rogersville Review. Uh this is uh from March 24th. Man claims he fired shotguns at aliens on neighbors' property. Police said. A man was firing at aliens on his neighbor's property shortly after he decided to smoke some meth.
1: Well, there you go,
0: man. (laughs) Jamie Lee McGuire, 43, uh, um, allegedly told the the, allegedly said that using meth, that using meth blocks telepathic attacks from aliens. So if you're being attacked telepathically from aliens that all of you out there listening Meth is this man's solution. It prevents them from attacking. Uh, upon arrival, The officer upon arrival uh, spoke with McGuire, who had lit- allegedly just admitted to firing the shots. I mean, more power to you. If you actually believe there are aliens there, you might as well admit it. The sus- uh, quote: The suspect stated to me that the aliens have been relentlessly attacking him via telepathic communication, Winter stated in his report. The suspect stated that he saw the aliens in a block storage building on the other side of his neighbor's property. The suspect told me that he ran and got his shotgun and began shooting at the aliens. Winter stated in his report that McGuire appeared to be under the influence of meth during their conversation, and McGuire admitted to having smoked meth the previous night. The suspect spontaneously told me that he smokes meth because it makes him feel better and that it helps block the telepathic communication from aliens, Winter stated in his report. Maguire he needs to learn arraigned. how to
2: pick up a camera and and shoot aliens with when he's on meth next time
0: <laughs> uh McGuire was arraigned Monday in Hawkins County Sessions court and was ordered held on a five thousand dollar bond pending a preliminary hearing set for April 4th so hey if you're being attacked telepathically by aliens, new thing to add to your repertoire have some meth on hand Locks it no problem. Have some meth on hand yeah that emergency meth. Just carry some emergency meth. You will absolutely not get arrested for it. Do not take my advice. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs>
2: Bella and that dude both just hardcore anti-alien sentiment. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> I don't like it. I agreed. I don't like them. All right, Jesse, what do you got for us? Yo, get ready for this. This is weird, but also super interesting. Okay. okay. So That's in funny. Wales, uh, a man has been repeatedly... Stepping out into the street, blocking traffic in front of the Swansea Central Police Station. Dude, and I heard about this. This is so interesting to me. He he is completely mute. He doesn't say anything. And he has been arrested numerous times. He's, he's done it since 2014. And, and every single time he walks out. And then like lawyers or court staff or magistrates or judges or police. Anyone who tries to talk to this dude. He will not talk to them at all. He just stares and stands there. And they have arrested him numerous times. And they always let him off on like, look, he's probably going through some mental health stuff. But everyone they've had assigned to look into him are like, no, there is nothing about him that seems mentally unwell. He is actively choosing not to speak.
2: Yeah, he I has, don't know what it weird. is, man. I, I to me, it feels like it's like a co- weird control thing because he's like. Like f- just by standing somewhere, he's like mobilizing the entire government to like do all this stuff. Like it's kind it's, of some
0: serial killers behavior. A little he's bit. been
1: in and out of jail, right? Like a couple times for this, right? Well, what happens is they they have let, they've arrested him for a little bit, then let him out. And he has been according to the court filings, he's been convicted of breaching court orders to stop doing it in 2016, 2017, and 2018. And then last year he was sentenced to 42 months in prison because they were like, you can't can't keep doing this, bro. They're trying to make it
2: worse for him. Yeah. At
1: the trial, dude straight up said nothing. Didn't even say his name. Didn't acknowledge that he was at trial. Just sat there. And what's even crazier is that, again, they keep trying to be like, what is going on with this guy? Like, this seems like arrogance and insolence and he's just... But at the same time, they've discovered that he apparently has no place of residence and he doesn't have a house at all. Yeah, they don't know that he has a job. So and and they're thinking maybe he does this because he's like angry at the world, but also no, there's no answers. He just does it. And that's what's creepy about it. And It's also super interesting that he does it in the start of the same police station. Like why that police station? Why that street? Why block that traffic? There's so many unknowns and he just doesn't
0: speak crazy. That's, that's scary, man. Like that's, that's the most unsettling thing. The people who have just enough control to not give a shit about anything and never speak and just stare you down.
1: Yeah. They, uh, the doctor, one of the doctors they had, one of the psychiatrists they had that, uh, went in on his mutism to try and figure out why he doesn't talk said, uh, and I quote, it was selective and deliberate. And there may be social stresses or financial stresses that contribute to him not wanting to talk, but like he is choosing not to speak.
0: Damn, that is that's creepy. Yeah, that's it actually kind of reminds me of that. Remember in 2016, all those creepy clowns that just stared on the side of the roads. A hundred
2: percent. Kind of gives me that vibe.
0: Like the same kind of energy.
2: I don't like I don't like it because I think it's like cynical. That's the thing I don't like about it. I like I I think there's some kind of weird cynical element to it.
0: He's got some like message he's trying to to
2: spread. I don't think it's like he's trying to spread it. I think he's it's a protest, like a personal form of protest mm. for him.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can see that. It's just weird. It's just weird that you won't even talk. Like yeah. you get arrested and you just don't don't care. 42 months in prison still doesn't. Maybe, care.
2: Yeah, but you're, maybe you're right though. Maybe he just wants somewhere to live. I mean, like maybe he, that's a way to go about it.
1: But it's that's just crazy. it's interesting that when he's arrested, he doesn't speak to the police. When they assign him a lawyer, he doesn't speak to the lawyer. When the lawyer assigns him a psychiatrist, he doesn't speak to. The, and it's the and he does it over and over again. They're like, all right, well, this guy's clearly unwell, but he's not like a danger to anyone but he's just a nuisance and he mm-hmm. keeps doing it over and over and over and over again to the point where people are just like all right we have to put him away and like how much money is this costing people probably yeah. so much so yeah. now they're like lock him away for 42 months and i guess that's the update on the story because uh the original story is from 2021 but they updated
0: march 21st 2022 as Damn. like
1: this is he's going to jail now <laughs>
0: I'm curious, I'm curious if like we'll ever like hear from this. This is like a unique story, but I feel like it's one of those that'll get buried really quickly. But I'm like super interested in like his journey. I wonder if he's gonna say anything. I mean, it's mail.
1: been years now. Like I know since, it's weird. Yeah, since 2014, and he's 51 years old now. So he's been doing it for almost a decade. Dude is at that point in his life where he's not gonna like change all of a sudden.
0: Yeah. So. I just feel like like if you're just looking for a place to live in jail is your goal. There are just better ways to just get your ass put in jail real quick. I don't. But maybe that's not
1: like maybe he has something he's trying to say against the police. Why Damn, pick that location? It's yeah. just so many unknowns. And what I think is going to be wild is when he gets out, I bet he's going to go right back to doing it again. And he's still going to be silent. I, I legit think that
2: it's like he's going to go down in history as like a political activist.
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, you're not very good at it if nobody
2: knows your message. He's <laughs> like, crushing it, though. He's like costing the government probably $100,000 or more every time he does this. Just
0: costing taxpayer money. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, there's something, yeah, kinda, I guess, some kind of uh,
2: anarchist about that a
0: little bit. I don't know. It's f- maybe maybe yeah. it's kind of funny. Maybe we're just stumbling across a message that isn't there. But hey,
1: a lot of the comments are strangely well, I guess not strangely they appear to be on his side like one person oh. says three and a half years in jail for a nonviolent crime seems super harsh um, burglars receive less than that this one guy says like he's probably homeless discovered a way to get a place to stay that is straight up just like you don't cause any physical harm you don't like do anything terrible and you get a place to stay it's uh, like he's yeah.
0: daring them to do something more yeah. serious to him yeah weird That's weird. Weird story. Well, that's it for us, everybody. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on this chill mini. Hey, chilluminatipod.com. May 26th, Austin, Texas. I can't wait to do it. I can't wait to go. I'm so ready, man. The LA show was so much fun. I cannot wait to do another show. And I, they got a people, some people on the Patreon discord already planning their road trips. So it's really fun to see. Um, Thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. For the show, hello, my little Chelumonot. Hey. Is, is me talking intimately into the microphone more creepy after my my dance story, or
1: it was? I mean, like you can only get so. It's like being rich. you was always an
0: so endearing rich story. Before you have
1: diminishing returns on being rich.
0: Fair, it's, fair. It was
1: an endearing story. I've I've
2: actually seen people give a girl a dollar before.
1: I winced. <laughs> But I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, it was in <laughs> Vegas and it, it was fine, but like.
2: Anyway, welcome back to the Elden Ring fan podcast. We are here. Uh I can't wait to play more Elden Ring. Bearded dudes talking about Elden Ring together on the internet in a video Ooh. chat. Uh now, you know what I actually do have for you today, speaking of Elden Ring, is I have something from a website that sounds like it's from Elden Ring, Phantomsandmonsters.com. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty- something
0: like came Tom uh hanks played
2: uh yeah The that 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 dice rolling tabletop <laughs> yep. seductress uh that erased <laughs> his reality uh no this is this is an article called river troll humanoid observed and photographed in coastal mississippi
1: oh, amazing yo! Uh, i did
2: we just pick the, the okay i'll look for another article <laughs> I think I got some, the same fucking article <laughs> amazing i so this is a cryptid it's pretty good uh it's uh I I have like a, a actual like account from the person who saw it uh that I'm going to read since this was a listener story episode I thought it would be cool to do a, another story if you will. Mm. Uh so I'm going to just read this story real quick. Uh, I'm going to ignore the like very well animated t- man peeing into a toilet that's on this weird ad on the screen. And uh here we go. This is uh from let me see if they have a just just B this is from B. Uh, and also uh, Kelly wanted me to tell you that she uses a flail, not a mace, which I said earlier. It's a flail, which means it's got a chain. Uh eldenring.com yeah. slash dot Does
1: she have the flail that has <laughs> heads? There's one. It's a heads. And it's it's like I think it's called head of the family or something like that. It's great. I don't think it's heads. I think it's like spiked balls. But I think I think I've seen the heads. There's a head one. It's very nice. Uh, Anyway, here we go. This is from B.
2: About six years ago, 2015, my family lived on our houseboat on the river in a small town in coastal Mississippi. We were on the deck one evening looking across the river. The tide was low and you could see well into the woods, maybe 25 yards from us. Something bent down near the water drinking. I went and retrieved my binoculars and took a closer look. It was pinkish tan, which is a weird color to try and imagine. Uh, It was pinkish tan with bulging eyes, funny looking ears, two arms and two legs, and what appeared to be horns coming out of its head. It had a short, round body drinking from the shore. From what I saw, I would swear it was like a troll. It was devil ugly, which is a great phrase. Uh, I'm keeping it. I took my phone out and took a picture. To this day, anyone I show it to swears it's a river troll. Now, living on a houseboat, you see a lot of creepy stuff in the swamp. Also, there would always be trees or logs laying across the ditches of our 1,000-foot driveway in the middle of the swamp, as if something, something put them there to cross the deep parts. You couldn't walk up or down without that eerie feeling of being watched, and it wasn't just me. Anyone who came out our way felt it. You would also hear what sounded like monkeys. One time, something threw a rock and hit my friend. I still own that property and the houseboats, but none of my grown kids will even go out there anymore. I don't show the picture to other people anymore. I don't have to prove anything, but I'm sharing with you. I feel as if maybe I am the lucky one to have been in contact with several creatures in this world and some twice. Yes, it's blurry. And yeah, it's hard to make out, but you can clearly see its reflection in the water as it's drinking. B.
0: It's like same article, different website. That's hilarious.
2: (laughs) Same, same creature. Okay. So I got the website here. I'm going to send you guys the link. This has three photographs of this thing that we can zoom in on. I got to say, I'm not convinced it's a river troll, but it definitely looks like a real photograph. I'm, I feel like it passes my, is it Photoshop test? However,
1: could it be light only? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Could it be a deer turning its head and it's all perspective? Yeah, it looks like a goat to me as well.
0: Like it's something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I see the horned
2: beast. I see what it looks like. I see how it's creepy, how it has glowing eyes. I can't really tell what time of day it is in this photograph. Uh, It's like kind of could be nighttime with like a very bright light or it could be like yeah. Daytime and just like overhanging trees. But I do see the reflection and I do see the cryptid. I don't see any sort of body.
0: Yeah, no, it's hard to see because it almost looks like it's standing in the water.
2: Yeah, like how it is how the horse is in uh Prince Princess Mononoke when it's just submerged <laughs> coming out of the water. <laughs> Not have you seen Princess Mononoke? Yes, I have actually. Pretty good movie, yes. right?
0: Yeah, I Look enjoyed that. that. That's what normal conversations
2: are like with two people who
0: have seen movies. Yeah, I really, you know, I want to partake in that more. Maybe yeah. uh, chill tracks. You know, we got to watch a new one. Dude, soon. It's I'm about just going to
2: I'm going to kidnap. I'm going to fly you to my house. I have more movies than anyone that I know. I'm going <laughs> to sit you down in my house and I'm going to plan you out a schedule for like four <laughs> days and I'm just going to feed you food and make you watch movies. And when you walk out, it'll be like uh, Stefan, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, walk
0: out as yeah, Stefan. Yeah, I'll have yeah. pop culture references coming out my mouth at any given time. Yeah, i will be like, like a member of society.
2: You'll be like all like opinionated and like alt-right, like about like Marvel yeah, movies oh and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we watch, we watch star Wars. I see. All right. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's my a cool ritual. picture. That's a cool picture. Uh, yeah. Same article. Um, so <laughs> I'm I've sorry, got an article. That's like that, a wild, that's like a wild coincidence. I can't, I thought this was like a, yeah, for no, sure. I was on unexplained mysteries.com that oh. has the same article. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Phantoms and monsters. All right, I'm gonna do this next one because I just found it just now and it's not paranormal at all. It's just kinda weird and funny. Maybe not so weird, just kinda funny. So a British man has been busted for amassing a huge amount of stolen bikes. So big, it's visible from space. What? what? <laughs> Yeah, I'll send you the, the link here. And How you many can fucking see in the satellite image Jesus his Christ. cold
1: backyard. Were they like on the uh, space station? Like, sir, uh, what is
0: are we seeing? What is this? Oh, my God. Yo, <laughs> what? Authorities it's like in the England. Trash lands. It right? looks Crazy. This is from Coast to Coast. Uh, authorities, Authorities in England have arrested a man who amassed a staggering amount of what they contend to be stolen bicycles, which he stacked in his backyard pile that was so enormous that it could actually be seen from space. The bizarre case reportedly came to light earlier this month when police in the community of Littlemore visited the unnamed resident's home in what appears to have been the culmination of a lengthy feud between the man and his neighbors. I started reporting his festering collection of bikes four years ago, declared <laughs> Colleen Butler, who was clearly festering over it. Festering collection? <laughs> the amount of bikes was just ridiculous. There must have been at least 500 of them. The problem grew to such epic proportions, she claims, that rats began living in the bicycle pile, but local authorities refused to help her because they were skeptical of such an assertion. Uh, we'll just leave it there. Um, oh my yeah, you God. Can just, I'll, I'll post this on the subreddit, the article. You can just see it's like a satellite image of his house in the backyard is nothing but a mass of metal. Have, you ever, a rat's nest, apparently.
2: have you ever played uh Shadows of the Empire for uh, Nintendo 64?
0: Oh my God. Yes. Or PC, I
2: guess for the people who had PCs when they were in the nineties, <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a level in that game where you fight IG 88 in a junkyard. And yes. uh, oh that God, is yes. what this vibe is right now. <laughs> That's exactly that's a that's like one of those memories that just unlocked in my mind because
0: of just, how much that picture reminded me of it. That is absolutely nuts. Listen, if he gets arrested, he should at the very least try to get in like the Guinness Book of World Records for this. That's it's crazy. Like, I love it. Get something out of it. I just want also like why? I wonder why, like what is the motivation be- behind stealing, allegedly stealing 500 bicycles and stashing them in the backyard? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's like that movie. I I think it's like that thief in
2: Tintin who like takes everybody's wallet. And then he just has like a house full of wallets because he just has a compulsion. He loves the idea of taking wallets because he's got addicted to the 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 activity.
0: Ah, yeah. He's addicted to the stealing. It's the rush of adrenaline taking a new bike. All right, Jesse, what'd you bring us today? Oh, gentlemen. Prepare yourselves. Mathis, you're going feel, to love this. I feel like the last three minisodes, you've come. you be like, I'm about to blow your fucking minds. Boys. Oh,
1: this isn't mind blowing. This is just get ready. OK, I'm ready. So in 1974, a transmission mm-hmm. was blasted into space that basically said like, hey, aliens, if you're out there, <laughs> What's we'd, love, up? we'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Well, scientists have designed a new message to be beamed into deep space that is meant to be received and they hope understood by intelligent alien civilizations it is basically ones and zeros but once decoded from binary it has you know visual graphics consisting of like human figures as well as dna as well as the telescope is being sent from oh and, and guess what and Our representation of the solar system and where we're located.
0: (laughs) And then the Reapers came. Yeah.
1: Scientists are working on this. It's called the beacon in the galaxy BITG message. And it contains all sorts of things like basic mathematics and all the things that the original message in 74 did. And essentially all the updated concepts that we universally understand now in the hopes that someone out there will find it and be like, oh, these people, we should go visit them uh obviously they did not read Stephen Hawking who was like do not do this specifically uh, do not broadcast on location this is a lot of people when I did the previous episode about like space a lot of people said that I should have brought up the dark forest theory which I think we kind of did we kind of did talk about that which I was like yeah "Yeah, no
0: we kind of talked about that." But the concept of
1: that is like in the dark forest the reason why everyone's silent is because everyone's hunting everyone and there are like Killers out there and you have to be quiet because civilizations don't expand rapidly because there are people trying to kill civilizations. And so essentially us broadcasting ourselves is like us shouting loudly like, Hey, are you over there? And then a voice behind us. If you listen to this episode being like, why aren't you trying to save me? Like that kind of level <laughs> yeah. of creep Whoa. where we are now straight up just doing that. And even though the message hasn't been broadcast yet, uh, one of the scientists attached to the project is like, look, I believe the benefits far outweigh any risks. And I, I honestly, I believe that too. I have to believe that, but it's smacks of desperation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It definitely smacks of like, look, we're just trying, no one's answering and we're trying really hard. And so all I'm saying is, Stephen Hawking, my man, was like, do not do this, y'all. Don't I don't like do that it. at so all. Here we are. Here yeah. we are. We're going to do it I'm anyway. Kind of against
0: it a little bit. Um, out of curiosity, do they have a date when they plan on sending this message out?
1: Uh, not yet. It is June in the June 6, works. 2066. A, a draft report exists. Um, it is at uh, arxiv.org. Don't know what that is. R- I can, that means I can look at this this information. I will absolutely give you the PDF. Uh, I'll link it right I mean, now like, to you guys. Can I get
2: the binary in? Like, can I get the message they're sending?
1: Um, this is the report of what they're doing. You can. I'm not sure if the the thing is included, but they you can me see they're giving this
2: thing to fucking aliens, and I can't even. They see have this literally
1: shit. like a global <laughs> cluster map that shows us in like our cluster of the Milky, like we know, like in our cloud of stars. They have where we're at. Like, if you look this thing, it's crazy.
0: Um, it's interesting too because like when we send this thing out it's not going out in a 360 degree like everywhere right no, we're just it's gonna, gonna blast
1: to be, it in directions oh
2: this yeah, is like random
0: directions and you think about how the enormity of space and still like the chance of us hitting anybody i wonder what well i wonder what like what that looks like. Like oh what's my the God. percentage? I'm literally yeah, if you read scroll this. down
1: far enough. It shows, uh, the mathematic operations they're going to send. It shows the exponential operations they're going to send. It shows the variables. It shows particle physics and hydrogen and DNA structures, things like that. It literally has binary illustrations of a man and a woman. Yeah. I mean, it
2: looks like Atari graph. It's really interesting. I'm going to read what, this whole paper. This is really cool. Yeah, me too.
1: What's crazy. I love the solar system diagram. And then literally the little, like, this is us. Yeah. Like no. Like no, a no. straight up has a map yeah. of Earth.
0: Shoot Send the laser is. here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Drop so, the
0: bugs there. Yeah. If they're anything like how I play Stellaris, we're fucked. <laughs> oh my god.
2: That's like the that's like the truly scariest thing I've heard all day. Uh, <laughs> I do have one other story uh, in the bank. If you want, if you want a little, if you yeah, want, yeah. With a
0: little something. Last thought on this. Uh, I, I agree I would love to send another message out I just would remove the location I just wouldn't put the location just see if we get a response first you know yeah God knows if we'll ever even hear from anybody but if it works that would be really I mean they cool. got to aim it pretty good to, right, yeah. to right. give us a response uh, yeah, imagine they have like certain areas that just have what they assume is lit like planets that can maybe hold plus a it's, life.
1: A, it's a deep space thing so the yeah, transmission alone yeah, yeah. is going to take forever to get out there mm, so that's true. Scary. i don't know i don't scary expect. scary Look, scary we yeah. will be long dead before any alien even hears it so like i'm not even stressed all right well that's unless fine. they're
2: just chilling next to alpha centauri or whatever uh, just, uh
1: all right the oort cloud like yeah what's going on in there yeah <sighs> maybe what's in the Oort cloud all right <laughs> this this one is called creepy
2: slender man like priest continually manifests on kansas highway here we go what Uh, This is from KV, uh, again, from phantomsandmonsters.com, phantomsandmonsters.com. This happened in 2019 at the peak of the pandemic. Wait a minute. Maybe they mean 2020. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this happened in 2020 at the peak of the pandemic on mother's day weekend. I have three kids, two girls and a boy. My middle child girl was 12 at this time and is on the spectrum, very high functioning, but has emotional problems. Sometimes it can become very overwhelming and long story short, her grandmother, her dad's mother offered to help by enrolling her in a school in New York. We live in Colorado, so it's a little far, but I've always allowed them to go on vacation there to see that side of their family. Okay. It didn't end up working out at all. The woman, her grandmother turned out to be as narcissistic as the most horrible Karen you've ever met and was mentally abusing her only after uh, two weeks. When my daughter asked to come home, I dropped everything and rented a car with what little money we had and drove all the way to New York city to get her that next morning. It took two days to get there. That is a completely different story. However, this is the scary part. We started from Rockefeller center and everything went smoothly until we got to Kansas. Kansas. I was exhausted from the drive and decided to pull over in a town called Paxico at around 1 a.m. We had pulled in into a few rest stops to sleep and everything was fine, but this place was flat out deserted and creepy. But I just took it as me being sleepy and irritated at everything my daughter was telling me about her time in New York City. I pulled into this restaurant parking lot and found a place out of the way in case anyone came and we were in the way. There was a travel information stand across the road from where we were going to stay, but it freaked my daughter out but those were the only two places with light anywhere. I locked up and I finally got to close my eyes. And all of a sudden my daughter got even more scared, kept saying she didn't feel right. And at, and that she, and that she felt something watching her. She turned around and screamed that she saw this man staring at us through one of the windows of the restaurant. As she said that though, I got this huge rush of fear run through me and I felt we needed to leave right that instant and started the car. When I looked back, I didn't see it, but I felt it and it was enough for me to speed out of there. Then she screamed, it's behind us. Go faster. I was trying to get back out on the highway and remembered that the road had a weird type of loop to it that if you turned wrong, it'd lead you into a circle right back to the same information building across from the restaurant. Once we got on the highway, I saw it, a really tall man with a priest attire on uh, the side of the road about every mile or so, smiling and waving at us. I must've been going about a hundred miles an hour. It followed us all the way to Topeka. And then I just didn't feel it anymore. That's not the most scared I've ever been, but really close. When we finally got home, we researched that town and its history, but never could find anything about a priest taunting the area. I'm just glad we got out of there. It felt like we were being hunted. Any idea nope. what that thing was? And no, I don't think it was slender man or any of those. He was tall, but not like that. Anybody ever have any experiences in or near Paxico,
0: Kansas? KV. That's a creepy story. I don't know what it could be other than just like a dude. That's just weird. But she said it manifested every mile for a hundred miles. That's true. Like that's weird. okay. Maybe this is a crazy take, uh, but she did just do an emergency drive to New York and heading back. She's sleep deprived. Maybe she's seeing things in the dark. Maybe you're possible. Very possible. I don't know. It's just, it's weird because the other option is this, bizarre entity is like watching her for some reason. Very strange. Write, write me on the subreddit. Let me know if
2: there's ever been a time where you felt the 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 sensation of there is a presence here that is after me. I want to know about presences that are after you. I think that's really crazy. The idea yeah, we'll that some- the the idea that more than one person can agree that a certain thing is happening and that it's like I felt it. I knew it was here. I want to know in detail about that. I'm very interested in that. That's very scary to me.
0: Yeah, I I don't I can't think of I've ever felt anything close to that, but uh, it's creepy. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get some stories for the next uh, reader story episode of being chased by just a presence. But until then. We're off, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another mini-sode for you here right on Patreon. Uh, and next episode should be the Bermuda Triangle episode as well. So that should be a lot of fun for us, too. Uh, thanks for listening. That's all for us. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye. Hello, my
0: little Chiluminots, And welcome back to another chill mini, episode 89. Oh. And we have a special oh, guest tonight, oh. Sinvicta. Welcome, Sinvicta. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Nice. I'm glad you you enjoy the vibe we present. Jesse does not. Hello, this Jesse. The,
1: not a fan. The, Don't like it. This is the, the two-minute vibe out of <laughs> it. Yeah. Not a fan. This is
0: vibe, the vibe, hour. It's
1: creepy. It's not All like right. it's like if NPR was a little pervy. <laughs> just a little really pervy. Just like a little pervy. I'm not okay with it. Loosen um, your bowels.
3: Midnight jazz. Loosen your bowels. <laughs> You
0: are the new brown noise. All
3: right, um, <laughs> Brown the, noise so, is just v, a terrible phrase.
0: Usually, usually on a mini-sode, we each bring like a weird news article of the week or of the month, like something cool or science-y cool. We're just kind of talk about it, riff on it, make fun of it sometimes. But you're going to give us some personal stories yeah. since you lived in Bermuda. Uh, so we're going to start with that. Let's. Uh, Love that. We'll hand the mic so to you. So excited. Tell us about your life in Bermuda. For those who are listening to the mini-sode in the free version after a few months, this is right after the Bermuda Triangle show. So go, let's re-listen to that one and then come back to this mini.
3: Yeah, so I was born and raised in Bermuda just as a very quick TLDR. Um, I lived there for 10 years Then moved to America. Never heard anything about the Bermuda Triangle until I came over to this country. Um, So all that stuff was was kind of fascinating and new to me. But uh, one thing I wanted to share that I didn't do on the main episode was that I actually did uh, have frequent nightmares regarding sort of, I don't want to say like that. I wouldn't say they're really conspiracy sort of uh, vibes to it. It's more of just like a just a general childhood fear. It would be if they were if it was real, if
2: it was right real. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I used to those of you who don't know, I'm a big Kaiju fan. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. One, one Hell yeah. My, probably my favorite franchise character of all time. Um, the 2000 film is great. They're all. I mean, they're all great, the except, except for the except for the 1996 one. But that's not a Godzilla. That's the only, film only one I've
0: ever seen. That's it's the only Godzilla movie. The one with Hengusia, really? That's the one you with Matt Broderick in it. And yeah, unfortunately and for eggs. you, it's
3: not a real Godzilla film. Anyway, so I used to have frequent nightmares of. um, it, I went to school in Bermuda, and there was a there was a sound um, like a, a very a very small but circular body of water that was outside of our school and i used to have nightmares of of giant monsters up, like appearing out of out of the sound and then attacking the island now those of you who don't know anything about bermuda it's only 20 it's only 20 and a half square miles that's it 20.5 people live there what's the mile?
0: population of bermuda
3: uh, population of bermuda to, i don't have it off the top okay. of my head it's it's it's, it's, it's around like 64,000 i think as a representative of the entire island yes. what do you know exactly I know I know that I used to have very bad nightmares about monsters, and it was also not helped that my school teacher at the time used to talk about large sea creatures destroying ships and coming out of the water, swiping down planes and that sort of thing. So. He believe in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. And I wanted to go all the way back to what to at the very beginning of the main episode when Alex asked me, am I a skeptic or, you know, do I do I lean into sort of certain beliefs, that sort of thing? I used to as a kid have a very big nightmare about those kind of things. And it it also kind of tied into real life because. I was there. There were multiple times where like I'd be sitting on a dock or I'd be on in a boat and something large, a large sea creature would either approach me in the water, obviously, or if I'm like if I was elevated, what your mind goes through at, at the time is you absolutely you when, when we when I say you hear the term like you're petrified with fear. It's, it it is exactly like that. Your, your mind cannot comprehend. It's too surreal. Yeah. It's too surreal to move. It it is the, the object is so large. You cannot grasp what you're looking at. There are two instances that I can remember this happening just like the, uh, just like it were yesterday. I was on the, I was on the dock of our, uh, in the backyard, we had the, we had a kind of like a, not really a cliff, but it was a, it was a little bit of a steep stairway down. And we had a stone dock down there and I'll never forget it. There was a giant Eagle ray that came, that approached oh, wow. our eagle reef. We had, we had big, a reef right? that was kind of like, that was sort of built around our dock. And then like, there's, there's some open water. And then like, there's a, there's like, you know, some, some sides of the, of the cliff face and that sort of thing. And there was like, little yeah, and these down things there.
0: Are like huge, like 16 feet. Gi- it get. was a
3: giant Eagle Ray. Now at the time I knew it was an Eagle Ray, but, at the time also at the time i didn't know what i was looking at because i was so i was so startled and scared sure. yeah it's a shadow see, underwater yeah it, it is this, yeah. it's this giant glowing it's completely daytime too by the way but if you if you look at an eagle ray they have very bright yellow spots on them with black yeah. dots in the middle so you see this giant thing coming at you and it's not it's not flying at you it's not doing any sort of aggressive maneuver whatsoever it's simply just coasting and and act like you guys can't see me but i'm i'm, I'm way i'm doing like a sort of of like a very slow motion bird i'm um, <laughs> flapping my wings sort of thing that's what it looks like inside of the water um that was one that was the first instance that i can remember where i was just terrified because i'm like I, I i felt like i almost would collapse almost it's literally just actually the size of it that is yes yeah. yeah it's the <laughs> yeah. scale it's it's the sheer scale it's just like if you to relate it in, in in a little bit more modern times if you look at something in like minecraft for example it's almost like horizontal vertigo In a way where if you you go up so high and you look down, you I mean, some people I experience it in video games sometimes where if I if I'm very, very if I know that I'm at a high elevation and I fall, it even happened in wow, I would get the sensation like my my stomach kind of like churning a little bit because it's like you're falling. It's it's kind of like that feeling except tilted to a horizontal plane. Okay. That's what that, that's what that feels like. The other time, the only other time that I can clearly remember something like that happening, um, was it was, I told Jesse and Mathis, this, um, I was in the crow's nest of a, of a, on a ship, um, on a fishing vessel Mm -hmm. that it was a family friend. It was, it was a very large, very large ship. And I was just bored that day. My, my dad and and our friends are there fishing. I just wanted to go up in the crow's nest. And while I was up there, I saw something moving perpendicular to our ship. The, the, the boat that we were on was probably, I'd say 30 feet, maybe that Jesse fear. Yeah, it was, it's a big, it's a, it's a fairly big shipping or a fishing fishing boat. This thing was, it was dark. It was, it was black and it was coming towards us at a speed that I could not comprehend. And when I looked down, I looked down directly on it and I could see it was, it was a, it was a, a fully grown humpback whale. On its Whoa. side it was tilted on its side so if you've ever seen the side of a whale if you look at the at the slits on its mouth and stuff that that it's its mouth is designed to kind of inflate kind of, kind of like a pelican um, mm, think of it that yeah, way because yeah, it yeah. can intake large amounts of water right. it can filter out the fish and the krill and that sort of thing well it was doing that. While I'm sitting on top of a crow's nest looking down. So on top of on top of having the the feeling of vertigo looking downward, because I'm you know, I'm a good probably like 15 feet, 20 feet in the air on this thing. I see this giant sea creature just moving towards us underneath the boat. And the craziest thing is that the people who are on the even even plane can't see it you, you cannot see it. It's, underwater. Right, it's too big. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 just can't see it. And so I'm freaking out up there, but I can't say anything because your body doesn't allow you to do so. Um, so that, you know, that's the, that's the kind of fears that I used to have. Obviously I don't, I don't experience that anymore, but back in those days, I mean, you could imagine people who lived on the island, if they were like that, if they had an adventurous mind or if they were young, you could have that kind of stuff come up and who knows what they could believe, you know? So, and I think that that also really kind of leans into the, into the Bermuda triangle part as well. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's just that you have something there. You can't really quite comprehend it. Your mind goes crazy. And then next thing you know, you've got monsters coming out after you. Right. It's crazy
0: that something that large can pass under the boat and you don't really feel a disturbance. No,
3: nope, absolutely none. There's no. It doesn't. It it doesn't cause a wake. It doesn't cause anything. It's just it's too simply big of a container. Yeah. It's just swimming. Yeah. And, and I couldn't, I could not believe it. And I couldn't, I thought my dad was playing a trick on me because I was like, I was trying to tell him like there's something in the water. And, but when, if you go down, if you've ever been on a, on a boat and you look straight across the water, even if it's like, even if it's a light seas, like a little, it's not even choppy or anything like that. All you see is water. You can't see underneath there unless if you're looking down. That's the only way that you can see inside of the water. And that's where the fear comes in (laughs) (laughs) because there's, there's
1: just stuff under there and you can't (laughs) see it.
3: That's (laughs) terrifying. Fight. Fascinating, beautiful stuff, Jesse. And also delicious nah, stuff as well. Terrible, no, very oh, very delicious. delicious stuff. Nah, <laughs> nah. Eat or be eaten, that's what I always say. I used, to, I used to want to be a marine biologist, so I was always inspired by learning about the animals in the sea. And I still love the sea, even though I don't do anything that contributes to society these days and age. I still <laughs> love watching documentaries. I love, I love eating in the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Just the, I mean the ocean, you can't, we can't survive without it. I mean, it is, it is the lifeblood of the planet. And I just, yeah, I've always, I've always enjoyed it, but that's why when, whenever I hear stuff about the Bermuda triangle and people, even to this day, people will like, if I say, Hey, I'm from Bermuda, they're like, Oh, so you lived in the Bermuda triangle. Like, yes, yeah, the uh, only
2: thing they know. Yeah. I would yeah, say yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, just, I, I just say,
3: yes. I'm like, yeah, that's, I lived in yep. the Bermuda triangle. Like, well, what is it like? I'm like, well, it's pretty much the most beautiful place in the world. I don't know what else you want me to <laughs> say. I don't know where any of my friends are. They're gone. <laughs> disappearing. It just keeps happening. I'm, uh, actually, I'm actually, I was old when the world was young, you know, that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's cool, man. Uh, the, the, the big creature thing is like fucking scary. Uh, that, it no, is thank you. so scary. But
3: uh, it, it's a tangent. Off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm, no. I'm just going to say the best way I can describe it for people who don't understand it. The the feeling is literally it's, it's horizontal vertigo. Think of it. If you have a fear of heights, it would be like that. But translated to you standing straight up, looking directly at something instead of down at something. That's what it feels like.
2: I get that feeling looking at uh hotels in Vegas. <laughs> They're too big. I've had I've it.
0: never gone to Vegas, but I got to it. Vegas point. is great. What man. if we did though? I'm down. We'll do a live show in Vegas. You want? Dude,
2: I would love <laughs> oh to. Oh my that. god, yes. <laughs> that would be super Dude, fun. Let's do it uh with like at a
3: burlesque show with like like oh, be so sick. like dancing girls on the sides. Yes, please. That'd be awesome. I would go to Vegas, well, not even to do the show, just to go. I haven't been there yeah. in so long. <laughs> right? It's a, On a tangent
0: it's- off of uh, the large creature thing, though, because I'm bringing something really cool to the table that's scientific and not at all. Not at all. fake. Mm-hmm. OK, this comes that's from
2: usually when it goes crazy right here. But uh, I, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to double twist turn you. I'm actually being honest. This comes from the BBC. Uh, Tannis, a fossil of a dinosaur that was killed in. During the actual asteroid strike, what has potentially? How been is that possible? How could you possibly know that? How uh, that, so that
1: I'm gonna, I'm seems gonna, impossible. I'm it. it would it, no, it, me, it, it would have vaporized,
0: it. right? Let, let me read. No, so what they it's it's a uh, it's just the leg, and there's indications that it was ripped off the body by what they concluded maybe what was a huge tidal wave that crashed into them and ripped it off. Let's let's read here. The limb, complete with skin, is just one of a series of remarkable finds emerging from the Tannis fossil site in the U.S. state of North Dakota. But it's not just their exquisite condition that's turning heads, it's what these ancient specimens are purported to represent. The claim is the Tannis creatures were killed and entombed on the actual day a giant asteroid struck the Earth. The day 66 million years ago when the reign of the dinosaurs ended and the rise of mammals began. Very few dinosaurs' remains have been found in the rocks that record even the final few thousand years before the impact. To have a specimen from the cataclysm itself would be extraordinary. Hmm. We see a fossil fossil turtle that was also skewered by a wooden stake. The remains of uh, small mammals in the burrows they made, skin from horned triceratops, the embryo of a flying pterosaur inside its egg, and what appears to be the a fragment from the asteroid impact crater itself, which is how they believe it's from the same, the same possible day. That's and fucking they just wild. To say, quote: We've got so many details with this site that tell us what happened moment by moment. It's almost like watching it play out in the movies. You look at the rock column, you look at a fossil there, and it brings you back to that day, says Robert De Palma, the University of Manchester, UK graduate student who leads the tennis dig. It's now widely accepted that a roughly 12-kilometer-wide space rock hit our planet to cause the last mass extinction. The impact site has been identified in the Gulf of Mexico off the Yucatan Peninsula. That's some 3,000 kilometers away from Tanis, but such was the energy imparted in this event. Its devastation was felt far and wide. The North Dakota fossil site is a chaotic jumble. The remains of animals and plants seem to have been rolled together into a sediment dump, by waves of river water set in train by unimaginable earth tremors aquatic organisms are mixed in with the land-based creatures the sturgeon and the paddlefish in this fossil t- uh, tangle are key they have small particles stuck in their gills these are the spherules the f- spherules of molten rock smegle of, of molten rock kicked out from the impact that then fell back on the planet the fish would have breathed in the particles as they entered the river The spherules have been linked chemically and by radiometric dating to the Mexican impact location, and in two of the particles recovered from preserved tree resin, uh, from preserved tree resin there are also tiny inclusions that imply an extraterrestrial origin. Quote, when we noticed there were inclusions with these little glass spherules, we chemically analyzed them at the diamond X-ray synchrotron near Oxford. Well, that sounds like it's from Fallout, first of I all. I know, that's a hilarious <laughs> name. We were able to pull apart the chemistry and identify the composition of that material. All the evidence, all of the chemical data from the study suggests strongly that we're looking at a piece of the impactor, of the asteroid that ended it for the dinosaurs. The existence of Tanis and the claims made for it first emerged in the public sphere, around, I guess, in 2019. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's the long and short of it. I can go on forever. Uh, the article is really, really long. I'll link you guys to the article. But this is basically they were saying is like nearly impossible of a chance to come across. That something like this is, is like a one in a trillion chance. It's just impossible. And the fact I that love they have how it, just slightly
2: doubtful the the headline seems. Right. It's like the it's, picture too, the, yeah, it's too good to be true. So that even the headlines like this fucking scientist says he found this.
0: But yeah. You know. You could see the tarot embryo in the egg further down. Uh, you the leg that was ripped off at the very is the first image you're looking at. Uh, the fact that they like found the fish with remains of this shit in it—that's nuts, man. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. If, if this ends up being true,
3: yeah, I um, I wouldn't have believed any of the part of it until I saw David Attenborough. Now I'm curious.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: it seems like there's enough
0: evidence here right now that it's it's a very very good chance. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a wild. pterosaur egg with a pterosaur baby inside that's super rare. Uh, there's nothing else like it from North America. It doesn't all have to be about the asteroid, they say. So there's all kinds of evidence here the, and it's all like lumped together and, and it would have just been caused by this. En- like, imagine seeing this thing coming off from the distance. You can just see it coming. This huge wave and a bunch of energy. just Very just, similar
2: <laughs> to what Sinvicto was just saying. Like, I would yeah. just be like. I forget what movie it is, or maybe it's just I'm thinking a halo at the end when they're fighting and then they see the thing coming and they both just stop and they like,
3: uh, yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah,
3: it's it's just over. He's like, yeah, there's no running.
0: David, David Ambrose, like, that's cool that it's, it's the skin of a triceratops there. Yeah, that's crazy that you can see the skin.
3: Yeah, that oh, that reminds me of a there there was a um, I don't there it was a long, long time ago, like maybe OK, maybe not long ago, but maybe like five years. They, there was some documentary where they reconstructed like the tendon of a, of a like a Tyrannosaurus or something. And they said, oh, if you if you look really, really closely, like. They they were able to extract the DNA like it was total total Jurassic Park and the only only thing I remember was that this is that this paleontologist she was like I'm holding like the tendon muscle of uh, of a Tyrannosaurus Rex or whatever that's fucking wild that's cool yeah And I I do remember that actually it it was on YouTube I, I know and like I was like that looks like a dog like chew toy on there. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean I like I've always been fascinated with the idea of just seeing what color dinosaurs were like think about that yeah. like no one knows what color dinosaurs were. Yeah. Yeah. All the I Jurassic Park uh, movie statues. Stuff, yeah. yeah.
1: All of it is just like a best guess. No yeah. one has a clue. Yeah. Do you think it's blue crazy. is actually blue IRL? <laughs> um oh god. <laughs> yes. That was a special dinosaur created with frog DNA. Did you see get him the preview of
0: the new one saying yeah. that he wants this new dinosaur to the be Joker? like the Joker?
1: I don't
2: even understand. This guy's crazy, dude. Yeah. Colin Trevorrow, go watch insane. the Book of Henry. He's a, he's a wild filmmaker.
1: Uh, can I do I my don't know anybody hired story him again. next because it relates kind of to Meteors. Yeah, yeah, I'm super down for that, I but uh, like I just thought that was
0: super cool, man. I love that shit that they found like this treasure trove of like super rare yeah. shit. That's really a very neat.
1: Jesse story for you to choose, and I feel like I, I picked a very Mathis story
0: today today Ooh. was a day of facts yeah, for me I didn't yeah, get, yeah. I'd have like one of those now I have like yeah, four I'm, months I'm of very, absolute nonsense I'm very
3: disappointed I was expecting Mathis it's to fly off the head I thought I was gonna hear like oh yeah but I'm like but check out this article I saw Cthulhu come out of Bermuda it's Listen, like
0: there- I like to believe, but I think these boys can both attest to there's like a line I have. And a lot of it is like that fake science-y like garbage of like hollow earth and flat earth. When it's lazy, it's no fun. When it's lazy, it's no fun. (laughs) And the Bermuda Triangle kind of almost falls into like a little lazy by the people who are conspiracy nuts about it because they just don't put any effort into it. Uh, Still, Jesse,
1: what do you got for us? I've sent you a lovely link, gents. It I'm looking at this. Yeah. This is a interesting. Mountain, oh, Mountain cool. and there's smoke coming out from behind the mountain. This mm-hmm. is the Lazy Mountain. It is in Alaska. It is uh, north of Anchorage next to a very small town called Palmer. I think it has like 1500 people. But there was on Thursday this very strange smoke appearing mm. from the mountain. And people started to get weirded out. They had no idea what it was. It was this bizarre cloud that appeared over the mountain, and there are no planes or anything flying over there right then. And they couldn't figure out what it was. People thought, "Well, we gotta go. We gotta go check this thing out." So of course, everyone got all worked up. They thought it was like a, a UFO or maybe a meteor. It,
2: Deadass looks like a waypoint marker, like yeah, on my map say that, that yeah. I set.
1: Yeah, and they were they were like maybe a plane crashed or maybe it was a top secret weapons thing. Either way, they, the literal authorities, Alaska State Troopers, Alaska Rescue and Coordination Center, everyone went to go investigate this because clearly it, it, if it was a plane crash, they need to know. So the state troopers said there's no reports of any crashes. There's no reports of any planes in the area doing anything. Uh, a rescue helicopter was sent over to the Lazy Mountain to find if anything was there. Zero signs of a crash. Zero signs of aircraft. What was this smoke from, y'all? So then people were like, well, maybe it was a meteor. Maybe something fell out of the sky and landed. It and looks pretty thicky for, to be like. A yeah, meteor. it's very thick. It would have to be a big
0: asteroid. Yeah. Or and meteor. they're like,
1: oh, well, maybe it was a satellite. But that seems strange. I feel like they would have heard that crash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in the end, this is what the investigators said was uh, what they think it was. Further investigation revealed that a large commercial jet was flying in the area around the time. And, hey, those photos, they're probably taken from an angle. And the aircraft was, uh, you know, some sort of trail behind the aircraft. And that's what that's supposed to be. And the atmosphere at the time is what makes it look the way it does. Now, gentlemen, look <laughs> at that image and that tell me that's like what a- that is. <laughs>
0: That feels like a, that's like Roswell levels of lies. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> what angle? It's That'd going be, straight up into the air. Yeah, I, I, don't, I feel
0: like there's no It looks like angle here. It looks here. like a
3: dust
1: devil that's like yeah, really big. It does. And yeah, this it looks like a is giant one, I kept this photo for the end. This is the other photo taken of the incident. So there's another angle then. I know I'm
2: saying a little dust,
1: like a giant dust Whoa, devil, and that would be a tornado. Yo. But this is...
2: That's something, though, right? That's something, though. Yo, that is... Okay, you remember when oh, the, the boyfriend and the girlfriend, they're in the Ferris wheel uh, at the end of Cloverfield? Cloverfield, yes. Yes. Yeah. That I, was <laughs> I was just going to say, that, yeah. Something goes in the water. That's,
1: That's what that is. That's not a plane. I don't, they can, they no. could have said anything, but a plane doesn't make whatever. Like, it basically looks like... It looks a, like a Tic Tac. Yeah, it looks like something falling. Like, it's clearly something falling out of the sky smoking. It looks like Avengers, like dead ass. Yeah. It's, it's a so skygraph looking. Yeah, exactly. It's a boy. It does graboid. kind of look like a graboid, but made of smoke. Yeah. yeah. And that's. that's that, they just don't know what it was. This a
0: genuine UFO.
1: And then it, it they went to the area and there was nothing.
3: Smoke well, clear, and it, there was nothing. It'd be an unidentified falling object there, Mathis. Yeah, still. You know what? Still it, a it UFO. Applies. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> legit. That's
0: nuts that it actually looks like there's some physical object yeah, that thing at the in very the, tip. the nose
3: of the smoke is
0: pretty and damn good. It, yeah, and it looks. Just like kind of like a tic-tac shape. Oh, I love that shit. That's that puts me buddy. right back That's in the you realm of um, alien. Real. That are, was pretty good. If I was an alien, I would be abducting people from the Bermuda Triangle because everybody <laughs> already believes, you know, everybody, you know, I mean, it's a perfect cover. How do it's we know that this cover. didn't
3: come from Bermuda?
0: I mean, we don't. Exactly. And it's in Alaska, which is like way out there. Which is like so right, right a next really to Bermuda,
3: Bermuda man. Yeah, it's
0: like really close. But like if you look at the thing that I did, because I was
1: curious about the plane thing. If you look at the uh, Anchorage, Alaska airport, it is straight up on the path that leads over the mountain. So like it could be in theory possible. And I understand what they're saying, but the photo of this thing is like not what they're saying. It looks At like it,
2: look
3: it looks like, like, like a it.
2: space lander. Like it looks like yeah. like like John Glenn is gonna get
3: out of there. Yeah. It's crazy looking. Well, yeah. He's gonna get out of there, but he may not be too happy afterwards, so judging yeah. by the speed of that thing falling.
2: And he may not have even gone anywhere, if you know what I'm saying. Damn,
1: man. Mm, uh, punched in the face by that man. You better watch it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know.
3: I love that uh, story. <laughs> it's Same. great.
0: I'm sure he's so sick of that fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, I, feel, yeah I, I feel bad. All right, uh, Alex, take us back. I that I, mm, I like this photo. I want to know more. <laughs> I want to so know more. more so bad. As you know, I have a bad habit of purchasing
2: uh, like dumbass mystery books at like roadside stands. So one day, while waiting for a ferry or something, I think I bought a book called uh, "The Book of the Bazaar." Uh, so I'm going to read a, a little snippet. I'm going to try and do this for a little while, as long as I can find more and more of my weird books around my house, where I'm just going to randomly read a little excerpt from one of these books every time I find one. So this one is about haunted cemeteries across the United States from a book called the book of the bizarre it says there's endless accounts of ghost sightings in the most logical of places, graveyards. Here are but a few of the most haunted cemeteries in the United States. And so we're just going to go through a list and we're going to get a little taste of each one's hauntings. Okay. So okay. here we go. First one is the Myrtle Hill, the Myrtle Hill Cemetery in Valley City, Ohio. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there for Jesse. Ohio Valley City. Is it, does it? I don't ring know. A bell? Valley City doesn't sound like anything I'm aware of. All right. Sounds made yeah. Sounds made up. Uh, this cemetery is known to be, sorry to Valley City. Uh, the cemetery is known to be haunted by a witch whose grave is marked by a heavy sphere. Pretty wild, pretty all right. wild detail.
3: <laughs> a witch, uh, a heavy. It's spear. just a basketball yeah. someone put there. <laughs> yeah, it was the grave of the first
2: basketball player. Yeah, <laughs> uh, stall Cemetery in Kansas City, Kansas. Some refer to this cemetery perhaps one of the most fantastical of all haunted cemeteries as the Gates of Hell, the Cemetery of the Damned, and the Seventh Gate to Hell. The devil himself is said to roam amongst the tombs. Little poetic license there in the writing. The devil's child is also said to dwell here along with a boy who can change himself into a werewolf and the ghost of a witch. It's like like the monster mash
3: at the fucking stall cemetery.
0: A boy boy can turn into a werewolf, but I didn't get my Power Rangers powers. This this world is is
3: unfair. I I would go there and stay there for 24 hours just to show that there's nothing there. And then you'd write a song about it that would be a
2: mild novelty hit in, this, in the early 60s. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was at the gates of hell one night. was around.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, here we go.
2: This one's uh, Columbus, Ohio. Camp Chase Confederate Cemetery. Uh-oh. This cemetery is said to be haunted by the ghosts of America's past. Just kidding. Uh, a, lady, yeah. a lady in gray. A lady in gray at the Camp Chase Confederate Cemetery. At the Masonic Cemetery in Central City, Colorado, uh, you will find the ghost of a woman who lays flowers on the graves of John Edward Cameron. She is said to appear on April 5th and November 1st and has been witnessed by entire groups of people. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is very interesting because there's always those things like uh, the romantic sort of like people who visit graves. You know what I mean? I don't know. Kind of interesting. It's weird that people see it and they're like, it's a ghost. Uh, anyway, uh,
0: uh, fun fact. John E. Cameron died of cholera in 1852. I don't really? know who well, he is. There you well, that's, go. That's fun. He was an American poli- pioneer and politician for West Wisconsin okay
3: born there and raised go. on the playgrounds where he spent most of his days yeah, yeah. till he got in cholera,
0: <laughs>
3: and then he died and then he yeah. died and then he the died. song is over
0: <laughs> Close. and
2: the track uh, all right forest park cemetery in brunswick new york many phantoms are said to roam the headstones here including ones that cause statues to bleed Oh, no, that's, that's cool.
1: That's metal. Right isn't, there. That like, th- isn't
0: that something like? Isn't that something like Mary does as well? Doesn't she make her own statues like cry blood and shit? Mary, like the Virgin Mary? Yeah, like the Virgin Mary. Yeah,
1: that, that I mean, is the thing she's known
3: to do. She's huge. It's different, fan of it's different blood depending tears. On, the, on the statue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's a big Slayer fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She was like just edgy. Yeah. Uh,
2: all right, uh, Adelaide Cemetery in Paso Robles, California. our, our side of the country here. Uh, Deeds and Watson, an evil poltergeist (laughs) presence has been reported by both visitors and investigators. A ghost of a woman in a long white nightgown has been spotted by more than one visitor, usually between 10 p.m. and midnight on Friday. So if you're in Paso Robles, be sure Mm -hmm. to check it out. St. Louis Cemetery in New Orleans, Louisiana. This graveyard is arguably one of the most haunted in all of North America. Yeah, I know this one. (laughs) Yeah, it's said to be home to multiple ghosts, including the famous voodoo queen Marie Laveau. No visitors have reported hearing weeping and groaning and seeing mists and various other phenomena. I don't know about graveyards, but somebody came to the Chilluminati live show last time and told me about a ghost they saw at the end of the show when we were doing like fan like Mm -hmm. questions. And uh, after the show, I looked at it and it's a Apple live photo of a ghost appearing in a chair in a restaurant. And it is like truly one of the most chilling and most detailed ghost
0: footages that I've ever seen. He's posted it on the Reddit as well. So you can hunt it down if you want to find it. Dude, out there, I got
2: I got to like favorite that. That is like one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Uh, the White Cemetery in Barrington, Illinois. Witnesses report seeing eerie globes of light fro- floating around the cemetery. Phantom images of a house and a car have also been seen nearby.
0: Uh, what? Phantom house
1: and car. Phantom house
2: and car. A phantom house.
0: A phantom really? house and car. Come on. Okay. I mean, come on. I think mean, about it. When we talked about Borley Rectory, there was a phantom wagon that would right. like run yeah, around yeah. outside. I mean, you got to have
3: house. a place to park your phantom car. Whoa, true. question. I didn't think about that. Question.
1: <laughs> Does that mean the car has a soul?
0: <laughs> oh, ooh. Jeez, maybe it's a Pixar uh, car. Oh second God. question if we die and we just have ghost houses and ghost cars, are we, is the next phase of life just more capitalism? Can, yeah, can, I, become,
1: can I be reincarnated as a
0: house? As
1: a it's house. just Grim Fandango.
2: <laughs> uh. That's the plot of uh, Encanto, right? I
1: th- <laughs> right. think
2: so,
3: baby. We don't care about Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, uh.
2: Okay, uh, Macanio Cemetery in Evergreen, Alabama. This cemetery is reputedly to be haunted by soldiers of the Civil War. Okay, Western Burial Ground of the Churchyard of Westminster Presbyterian Church in Baltimore, Maryland. This cemetery is the eternal resting place of Edgar Allan Poe and Francis Scott Key, among R. other I. famous I. people. Yep.
0: Some, right, fit- but we'll listen to our
2: episode on the mysterious death of Edgar Allan Poe if that you was, want to. That was a wild one. Uh, some visitors report sightings of the ghost of Poe himself. Other ghostly figures include those of a crazed lunatic, yeah, and a that's drunken the one. ghoul. But those may not be ghosts. Just saying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, a crazed lunatic, it and a drunken—it just,
3: was just—it was literally just Jesse at the same time. Hey, yeah. hey, I've been caught a lot of
1: things, but never a drunken ghoul. Oh,
0: about
1: Jesse! No, no, no. Lake Forest Cemetery,
2: last one in Grand Haven, Michigan. Sightings of spooky specters here include a pale, it's bluish male. Pale bluish male yeah. uh, orbs. Mists, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, it's Billy Crudup
3: naked <laughs> no, with a Jake, sock on Jake a Sully from uh, from Avatar.
2: Oh, yeah, there you go. It's like <laughs> his avatar body
3: when it's not. We're
0: finally going to get the sequel. We've all been waiting for black yeah.
2: shadows and the occasional disembodied voice. And then just as a fun, this is just in this book as a little fun yeah. extra bit at the end, because I guess it's because it's about cemeteries. It says uh, in quotes, a coffin nail, close quotes, is slang for a cigarette, just so you know.
0: Oh, wow. Good. Thank you for that. That's the book a of the coffin nail, Yo, Damn. let me
2: have a coffin nail. Thanks for dude. coming to Patreon.com slash Pod. Uh, this is
3: a beefy
2: boy. This a is a beefy, beefy minisode. Yeah, 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 when
3: Sinvicta's in the house, we go beefy. I'm sorry beefy. Yeah, if I caused any sort of like runtime of no. over errors or anything. No, no, no. <laughs> no. It's all gravy no.
0: for the listeners. You know
3: what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they this love is, it.
0: It's all good. It totally fine. Um. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, it's Invicta, thanks so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you. Yeah, I appreciate thanks. all the stories you had and all that good stuff. I appreciate good the stuff. invite.
3: I look forward to doing it again. Just let me know and I'll uh, make it happen. Yeah, man, sure, we'll
0: definitely. I'll, I'll definitely bring you on for a true crime episode next. That'll oh, be a dude, lot I'm of fun. all over that. Yeah, it's going to be good times. All right, oh, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. We'll see you guys next week with another chill mini. And remember, go get your tickets. May 26th, live show. Peach. Boy. See ya. Bye. <laughs>
2: Audio down.
1: Bye.